What's going on, y'all? It's your boy, May 25th. We're back again with one more episode of the Expansion Pack Podcast. This week, we're going to talk about a couple of delays. Uh, let's see. Uh, we got a couple of rumors we're going to talk about. We're going to sprinkle it on with a little bit of Microsoft stuff. And then we're going to end it off with a little bit of Def Loop. Play the intro thing, the little animation. Go ahead and play it. Ladies and gentlemen, what's going on? I'm your boy Danzel. Welcome back to the Expansion Pack podcast, where we download this week's gaming news and we bring it straight to you. Uh, we're on our, what, 45th episode this week, 45th episode, going strong. Um, and again, I'm here with my amazing co-host, as always, starting off with Manny, a.k.a. Goopmaster Flex. What's going on, bro? You're no been gooping for 45 episodes straight. Hey, been gooping for 45. Stay gooping for another hundred thousand oh, more. That's a good more. thing or a bad thing. I have no <laughs> idea. It is what it is, right? Chris, my guy, aka Mr. May 25th. What's going on with you, man? How you been? I know, same old, same old. Uh, still trying to kick these allergies, but you know, doesn't stop us from the games. The games. It does not. It might mess up my eyes while I'm trying to aim, but... Just stop. <laughs> All right. Well, I mean, speaking of aiming, what what have you been playing this week, man? Um, uh, I barely 2K. I got it downloaded finally, but I barely got a chance to touch it because the stupid face scanner. They don't want to take all this and just put it in the game. So you know, I had to make some generic looking ass dude. So that's that. But I'm gonna actually send you this clip because maybe you could even use this for the episode, Bruh, One of my top five snipes ever. Ever. I clutched the round in trials with this shit, bruh. Both my teammates took L's. It was 1v1, me and this one dude. This dude peeked his head out. I want to say, like, like, he, like this is the war, and he went like this. Pow! Took it off. Like, took his whole head off, man. Took his whole top. It was like a muffin in the whole top. Just... Okay. Amazing. Amazing. I screamed. I screamed. Because it was a big moment. Clutched around, man. It was just, it was crazy. Right, <sighs> that was good. Good stuff. That was about it. My guy getting his cred up. All right. I see you. Okay. What's up? Manny. What you been playing, bro? I already know. Um, you know. I gotta ask you. I've been playing, of course, 2K. I feel like every time I play 2K, I'm in like this, you know, this loop kind of thing. You know what I'm saying? Didn't. <laughs> <laughs> but I've been playing 2K, um, Deathloop as well, just released last week, uh, loving the game so far, as well as, uh, you know, revisiting the classic GTAs, you know, I just finished GTA 3 in like, I'll say like six hours, so I'm on Vice City right now, and uh about to play that. Word, word, okay. Well, um, for me, it'd pretty much be the same thing, been playing uh, 2K on the Xbox, I'm playing Deathloop on the PS5. Um, we're going to get a little bit more into Deathloop a little bit later, but, uh, but yeah, 2K has been a fun time. It's definitely, I, I reiterate, this has been one of the best 2Ks in the last decade. I know some people were disagreeing with me. I know there's some server issues that they probably still got to iron out, but the core gameplay and the, all the different things you can do in the park, like they've, 2K has always been kind of an, like the, my player stuff has always been kind of an RPG. They like went 
all in on it this year. There's there's literally quests to do in the city. There's a whole different storyline that you're developing. Um, I'm out here getting my rap career together. I kind of wish they they give me an option to to do the Victor Oladipo thing and do the singing thing, but uh, you know, they should have. You know, should've. it is what it is. I'm out here rapping. You get to Chris. I don't know if you got this far yet, but you actually get to like pick your bars. Oh, it's very cool. Yeah, very oh, cool. Okay, yeah. very very cool. But yeah, shout out to 2K. Um, you know, y'all still got to get your servers right though. Y'all still got to get your servers right though. But mm-hmm. you know, other than that, good job. Get an A. You got Slim Ice Eight over here. You know what I'm saying? Slim ice. Hold on, what? <laughs> is, is that is that a new nickname that this apparently came out of my career player? He's just like a slimmer version of me. Oh man, slim ice. I gotta see this. I game. mean, I, I was just saying like a slim shading, but you know, uh, we can go with the backstory of him being skinny. Okay, <laughs> that'd be better than my dude. My dude, I told y'all my first dude like a smush, right? Like yeah. if you took a tootsie roll and went like this, put it tootsie roll right here. We need the picture, bro. We need the picture. Gotta yeah, see I it. it. Took it. It looked bad. Oof. <laughs> Oof. Uh, it was real bad. Oh man, it's all, it's all good. All right. Well, uh, let's 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 get into it. Let's get into the first thing. You know, we we've gotten back into the habit of doing here. So we got the icebreaker. So uh, hang on here, Chris. Have you taken away? All right, Chris. Go ahead. All right, people. This week. We get colder and colder. We're getting further and further into fall. And then we're going to be into the winter months. So icebreakers is always going to work from now on in. This week's question is going to be, if y'all could come up with one thing, just one thing that takes Twitch and pushes it like further into the mainstream, makes it even more popular. Because as popular as it is, I could say it probably could still become a little bit more popular in some cases. What would that thing be? What would y'all do? Okay, okay. So basically, we're we're looking at trying to get Twitch to um, to YouTube status, right? I mean, you could say that in a sense. I guess my answer might be in a whole other lane than the YouTube thing, but that mm-hmm. might make us a better conversation, I guess. Um, but if that's what you want to like go with. By all means, my friend. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I, yeah, I'll start it off. I did, I got a couple different things. Twitch. Listen okay. here. Nah, but oh, um, there, I mean, there, there's some pretty, there's some really obvious ones though, right? And and I think the backdrop of the conversation has to do with YouTube, regardless of where Twitch goes or wants to go. You have to look at who's the king of like this type of medium of like um, you know, videos and entertainment and things like that. Like user created content, YouTube is the king period like there's there's really no one else you can really talk about like monetization wise um discovery wise and all those things so the the main thing that i want to talk about is the monet uh, sorry the discovery portion of it i think that that would take twitch to such a different level um the the best thing about youtube is the algorithm right <clears throat> so i know if i watch um i don't know what's a, what's a i don't know what a good example is but let's say i watch nade shots video right if I if I watch like some video of him, I know it's going to take me over to like Tim or Shroud or somebody else. Like there's almost always like a, a recommended video after you finish watching a particular video. YouTube has refined their algorithm to the point where they know that, OK, if you like ABC, you're going to like one, two, three. Like it's and they have it down to a science and it's very good science. Like how many times have we 
you know, I, I know I'm like a huge culprit of this, but just been on YouTube and just going down the rabbit hole of like, okay, well, I'm watching like a video from Casey Neistat about like drones. And now like I'm on Marquez Brownlee's video about some other drone. And now I'm on some other video about like a phone. Like, you know, it's like they they know how to keep me engaged in what's going on because their discoverability and that algorithm is like second to none. Um, And I think that's that's where Twitch falls apart. There is no discovery piece whatsoever it's just like you go to the page and like you load up twitch and it's just like oh here's like a million different streams and like okay you can choose like if you want to look at a particular game sure but there's nothing that really helps you to like look for a particular type of creator that you may be looking for and um i think that that hurts the creators um it hurt definitely hurts smaller creators because they don't get as much opportunity to be seen especially when they fit like a certain niche or they, they have like a certain style to them um so yeah that's my biggest problem with twitch and honestly a large part of why i'm personally considering switching over to youtube gaming you already here first you want to go Manny, or you want me to go yeah i could go um but like i do agree um not only the discovery part but i just feel like in order to expand yourself for twitch you need something more than just streaming because at the end of the day, like, look what happened with uh, um, YouTube. You know, before YouTube was just like videos and now they're doing streaming and not only streaming, but they're copying like the TikTok part of like doing shorts because they're trying to adapt to all the basic aspects of social media, trying to make every like pretty much everything in one spot. So you don't have to worry about going to Instagram for short um, for like your po- a picture post and then you know, all that other stuff. I feel like, you know, maybe if you add like a section on Twitch to be able to upload videos, that would be a good start. And like Denzel was mentioning, like the discovery is pretty bad. Like unless you're a big streamer that's partnered with Twitch, you're really not going to get discovered at all, which is you're not good for small streamers um, like us, of course, unless you, you know, you're like in like a streaming community, then that's like, you know, that's a good way to build yourself up. But um, definitely, um, have like a you know who you might like or you know maybe even like a like a local streamers kind of t- well maybe not local streamers because then that's kind of giving away people's positions but you know something to give like for everybody so that they're not all watching the same old shroud ninja and stuff like that you know expand your horizons but um but like i said my pick i would say definitely have like something new that makes the app unique not you know just be like a streaming only platform but you know maybe get a little uncomfortable and go out, go with the route, like making videos and stuff like that. Real quick though. I, I actually do like that, that local streamers idea. Like you don't necessarily have to make your location public, but put your nose like your location anyway, based off your IP address, right. In most situations, mm-hmm. so they could refine. Unless you have a VPN. True. <laughs> unless you have a VPN. But then also if you're like, if you're a partner, if you're a, a um, Oh my God, an affiliate! Like you have to, you have to give your information to Twitch so that they know, like where they're sending money. You know, if you do True. make money, so at some level, you know, Twitch has the information to know roughly where you are. So they don't have to give precise locations, but like, let's say, you know, they know people are in Connecticut. Like you can say, hey, like these streamers are in your area. You don't necessarily have to be more like more specific than that. I think that could go a long way, right? Like people are interested in supporting 
like it sounds weird, but it's like almost like supporting a small business, right? Or your local mm-hmm. business. People might be a little bit more inclined to go watch a streamer that they know is in their area, <clears throat> um, you know, for like a community sake. So I do think that there's there's a lot of possibility with that idea. Yeah, definitely. And you know, I'm I miss Mixer because one thing I miss the most about Mixer is like being able to throw gifts in the chat and like the co-streaming was so easy compared to mm. like what Twitch has to offer. So, you know, if they bring features like that, I wouldn't be mad either. Yeah, they need to trickle down the co-streaming thing for, for affiliates. Like, don't keep that locked away for partners and all that. that mm. That's garbage. I don't like that. And they don't even oh. use it half the time. Like, it's mm-hmm. just there. Yeah, Yeah. seriously. That's pretty bad. Pretty bad. Um, You got more you wanted to add, or do you want me to go ahead and give me my piece? Um, You know, I'd like to hear what you got to say, Chris. All right. Um, well, my idea is actually a little similar to yours. I had like a two-part answer, but I'm not even going to say the other one because it's whack now that I think about it more and more. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I kind of was in the same loop as you, Where, but my idea was more like, I don't get why they don't kind of take it and make it more of its own social media platform instead of it just being just streaming. Because the thing I always think about is TikTok. I hate how Twitch does the thing where like if you haven't streamed in so-and-so amount of time that they just remove your videos off of the thing or whatever. I guess maybe it might be different if you're partnered or whatnot. Maybe they leave it permanently if you do that. But I, I wish it was a thing where, you know, you are able to upload your little clip videos on your Twitch and have people just go to your page and it's right there. You know, it'd be cool if they had it where you could put up community posts and it could work like a Twitter, but just for gamers, you know what I'm saying? Or for people who are using Twitch for, I guess, other reasons too, but primarily gamers. It'd be so nice to have something where it's just that and you're not sifting through all the other social media bullshit. Like, I think that shit would be really good. And I guess Discord is kind of that in in a lot of ways, but it's a third party thing. It's like separate from it. You know, I wish there was something that was integrated in it to make it more like that. Um, The clips thing would be huge for me, though. Like, I really wish that they would let people just upload videos or short clips just to put on their profile page. I think that shit would be really cool to do. Um, especially for somebody like me, because I know I haven't been on Twitch forever, but when I was doing it, I mean, shit, sometimes if I'm playing some kind of FPS game or whatever, I go through stretches where it might not even be my best play. But if I could upload some videos, I could make a whole lot of difference. You know, I could uh, show you my good stuff and my bad stuff, you know? So, I don't know. I think that would go a long way for sure. And if they, they just turn it into more of its own social media platform i think it would it would definitely take off a little bit more for sure make it something where people have to have it on their phone you know people always have their phone out make your app something where people have their phone out and they don't even have to be watching the streamer but they still want to be in your app that's what Mm -hmm. you need to do you know what you know what i kind of wish they had and like i like how you mentioned that because i feel like not only should they should have like your clips right in front of you as soon as you open the page to see that, but I feel like they should also have like a clips tab and make it work how like TikTok works, where you just keep scrolling down through random mm-hmm. clips of like games that you either follow or you tend to watch a lot on Switch, so that not only you get to see like all these other various streamers, but like you know it helps broadcast not only you know the streamer itself, but also like you know and it's a good way to keep you know like a viewer like me entertained so on the go was per se because you know not 
not all the time I'm going to be able to watch a stream on the go or like on work. Yeah. But, you know, if I'm on break five minutes, you know, scrolling down some random clips and blah, blah, blah that's pretty cool. So I feel like that would yeah. be a cool future. Yeah, man, that's a really good question. Especially in terms of like just when people, like you said, people playing other games. Like, mm-hmm. I I sometimes don't like how they set it up where like if you play, say you get a whole week of Destiny in or whatever, all your content, if somebody just goes to your page for the first time, is going to like you're a Destiny player. And it's like not going to like look like you play other shit. Whereas, like, if you were able to just upload and do different things, you could make yourself look so much more of a versatile gamer. Yeah. It's just a better presentation, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, you know, I mean, all all the things that we've mentioned are obviously, like, issues that the community at, at large has definitely brought up. I, I find it curious that it's not a conversation that Twitch themselves is having a little bit more openly. Because, I mean, let's face it, there are a number of creators that are leaving twitch to go to youtube gaming and it's it it is largely for the reasons that we've all talked about right like youtube is becoming a place where you can kind of go there for everything um Mm -hmm. and the idea that like to make it on twitch you really do have to put in a lot of work on other platforms you need to build up a community within twitter you need to build up a community within youtube like putting out youtube videos helps out a lot so it's like I don't know. It would it would behoove Twitter or sorry Twitch to go ahead and make it that this is the only place you need to go, right? Like the things that you yeah. mentioned, Manny. Like basically make a TikTok just for games. Like that would within Twitch that would make a lot of sense. Because even if you think about it, like TikTok is encroaching on some of that territory too. TikTok you can stream on TikTok, right? There are people who have been streaming games on TikTok. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Like it's it's a thing that like TikTok is in a place where if they want to continue to, to draw this out a little bit and they build up the infrastructure enough, they could just make a TikTok web page that looks a lot like YouTube. And now they're like second place in this race. Right. And now Twitch almost kind of immediately falls off. Yeah. A little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It's, it's interesting. I mean, TikTok's definitely coming for that crown, right? Like, you can see they are putting things in place. Like obviously TikTok started off as what it was, <clears throat> then adding the live streaming comport, com, uh, component to it means that they're trying to, you know, improve at some level. So it's only a matter of time before they start adding more features that start to encroach on YouTube and Twitch's territory. So <clears throat> Twitch, mm-hmm. yeah, Twitch definitely gotta they gotta wake up. You gotta wake up. Wake up. Yeah. It's the first of the month. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but yeah. Uh, but yeah, let's 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 get into the real stuff, the meaty topics for the week. I mean that that was a really good icebreaker though, because there's Lost. a lot to talk about. Lost. Um, I do that for you, bro. I appreciate you. Appreciate you. <laughs> but yeah, man, let's let's start off with a little bit of news on some delays here. Um, it's been kind of the trend for this past year. Some change, you know. What from, else is new? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like it's you know, it's like we're in another loop as far as that goes. Mm-hmm. So. Uh yeah, the first one starting off with Battlefield 2042. So it's a little bit of bad news. Nothing too crazy though. Um, we are getting a delay from October 22nd to November 19th. And um basically the team released a little statement on on Twitter. So I'll read that off to you guys real quick. So they they said, uh, we made the decision to shift the launch of Battlefield 2042. The game will now be released worldwide on November 19th, 2021. Building the next generation of Battlefield during a global pandemic has created unforeseen challenges for our development teams. Given the scale and scope of the game, 
we had hoped our teams would be back in our studios together as we move forward towards a launch. With the ongoing conditions not allowing that to happen safely, and with all the hard work the teams are going through, or sorry, the teams are doing at home, we feel it's important to take the extra time to deliver the vision for Battlefield 2042 for our players. Uh, they're going to say a couple things, a couple more things, but the gist of it is it sounds like they're trying to prevent crunch. Um, like, that's definitely a thing that has been talked about a lot in the industry, right? You don't want to overwork your employees, especially in the middle of a pandemic. You know, they're all working from home. There's already enough stress as it is. Uh, so it sounds like they're they're pushing the game back a little bit. Um, but within that blurb, though, they did also mention that there will be some updates on the open beta coming later this month. Um, now, considering it's as of this recording, September 21st, there's really only <laughs> so many days left in the month. So uh, hopefully we'll get some good news about an open beta soon. But um, but yeah, I mean, what do you guys think about this delay? Just, you know, getting right into it here. Um it doesn't, to me, it doesn't seem like it's that bad. It's just a couple of weeks, so I'm not mm-hmm. too upset by it. But, uh, but yeah, Manny, what do you think? I mean, I'm not surprised. I feel like, you know, despite of what, you know, it's that despite of being like almost less than a month away, uh, Battlefield, like, I haven't really seen too much of it yet. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just feel like, yeah, they show like some of the things like, you know, like the multiplayer trailer E3. Um, also their their special mode. I forgot what the special mode is, but um, they also showed that a little bit. But like other than that, we haven't really seen much. Even like they even show like the little short with uh, I think his name was Irish, right? Mm. They showed a little short of that as well. But like other than that, yeah, I know. Rest in peace, my man. Other than that, they haven't really showed so much. So I'm not surprised. You know, I'm. Sl- I, I mean, unless they're going the 2K route where they show the gameplay like the week of. <laughs> but, I mean, that's, you know, the, this, that's the side effects of the pandemic, man. It hurt. Know. You know, it hurts that we get a delay, but at the same time, it's like it could have been worse. It could have been a couple months, you know, maybe 2022, you know what I'm saying? That's what, you know, hearing a lot of people say is like, oh, it's only one month, we're good. Yeah. And I just hope that, you know, during this little month, we don't get like a cyberpunk game coming out. We don't want a buggy game. We definitely don't want to book again. Yeah. And and the other side of it too, I, I feel like is like there are a lot of games coming out within this window. I like it's like so be it, mm-hmm. you know? It's like we we have enough to play. So if it gets pushed mm-hmm. back a little bit, it's not the end of the world. You know, we I mean, obviously Halo comes out a little bit later, but I think within that time frame we'll get Forza, right? Forza mm-hmm. uh, yep. back for blood. Um I think Todd is coming out what, about a month. This? About a couple weeks beforehand. Yeah. Because yeah. COD, I think, is three or four weeks away from now, I want to say. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, there's there's games. Personally, I don't really care about this COD, but, you know, there are games for people to play. So, yeah. it's it's not the end of the world. But, um, but yeah, Chris, what do you, what's your take on the delay, man? Um, pretty much everything you guys already said. I'm not really phased by it at this point. Um, <laughs> I'm going to be real. After this whole COVID shit, it's going to be really hard for me to get phased by a delay ever again in the future. Like, being real, like, the delay is going to have to be dumb long. Like, okay, we were expecting it to come out, like, in a month, and the game's not coming out for three years. Like, bro, what? Like, all right, that's different. Yeah. But, like, these, we've gone through it hard in this year in terms of delays, man. Like, there's no way you're not numb to it by now. Yeah. And you look at it, it's a couple weeks. Like you said, there's plenty of shit to play. Um, I'm pretty sure I have a lot to do with my character in 2K for the time being and a couple other things. Like, I ain't got this. Uh, might worry about that. 
It's cool. Plus, on the other time, too, I, I think on their end, make sure that you make a game that truly contends with COD this year. Don't rush anything out. Don't put something half-assed out. Don't put something buggy out. This is their opportunity. Like, for real, for real, I feel. Like, this is the year for them to truly be like, put some chinks in that armor. Don't fuck it up. So, take your time. Do your thing. Whatever. We ain't complaining. We chilling. Yep. It's all good. And if you give us the open beta, you know, that'll tide us over a little bit, too. So, yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. But, um, yeah, we got another another delay to talk about, though. Another game. Uh, so, this one's actually Dying Light. So, this one actually got delayed from December 7th to February 4th. So, a little bit of a longer delay. That's that's more like two months. Um, there's a little bit of information that the, the team released here, but it's a much longer post. So, I'm not really going to get too deep into it. But, um, you know, they basically share the same sentiment as, um, as Battlefield developers here. Uh, I'll, I'll read off this little piece here. They said... It's always been our company's goal to build transparent and honest communication with our community fans and gamers. Every day we strive to grow in this element. The team is steadily progressing with the production of the game and nearing the finish line. The game is complete and we're currently playtesting it. It is by far the biggest and most ambitious product we've done. Unfortunately, we've realized for us to bring the game to the level we envision, we need more time to polish and optimize. So, yeah, it sounds like it's pretty much a very similar situation to what's going on with Battlefield. You know, they just want to take a little bit extra time. They want to prevent the yeah. crunch um, and they want to create a better product. And, you know, I don't think anybody, any of us would necessarily fault them for that. Also, though, it's definitely something to be said that the fact that they're coming out right around the time of Halo. So strategically push that push that sucker away from Halo. Like get get away yeah, from it, you know? Yeah. That that's the type of game that you don't want your game launching near, right? Like Halo is a game you don't want to launch near. Uh anything Rockstar does you don't want to launch near. Call of Duty you don't want to launch near. Like those are heavy hitters. Stay away from them. As, as as easily as you can so yeah february 4th i think it's an okay time for them um i think it's just before that like crunch of all the random games that are coming out in february so it gives them a little bit of space to breathe um but yeah uh you know back to you guys though chris i'll start with you this time what do you think about the delay um i'm gonna have to just regurgitate everything i said the first time especially for this even more so because i'm not as juiced for this game as i am for battlefield so like, excuse me. Nah, nah, I, I go, yeah, we gonna be all right. We gonna be all right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we can wait. We good. Yeah, it's it's really not anything to really like cry over, you know. Like, if it would be so much different if this was a game with a long delay and like so, something that we really been waiting for already. Like, let them give us a, I don't know, a Grand Theft Auto release date, or even with Starfield next year. We're all expecting it for twenty twenty two. Them saying that's getting pushed back to 2023 or something, that stings a whole lot more. This, uh, we are, right. we are, right. ain't, no, ain't no big thing. You're right, you're right. Manny, about you, man? Same sentiment? No, I mean, I was more surprised about this one because, you know, they're out here pushing this heavy. We've seen that on a lot of war shows and everything like that, them showing something new at least, like, you know, once every couple months. And, I feel like, you know, I thought this game was actually closer to completion than Battlefield, but I mean, clearly not with the whole couple, two month basically a pushback. And um, that like that caught me by surprise because, I mean, I, I understand, like you said, with Halo coming out the same month and everything like that, you, you don't want to 
But at the same time, it's like we have already been honestly waiting this game, for this game for years. Like they they announced this game like maybe E3 2017, I feel like, or 2018. And it's just like again, I mean, don't get me wrong, this game's probably gonna be good. Hopefully it doesn't get cyberbonked, but I was just gonna say <laughs> you kinda want them to chill because Cyberpunk got the pressure and they put that game out and boom boom boom. Cyberpunk did it to themselves, man. They they had a release date earlier than expected and they pushed that back like three whole times, four whole times. But I'm just saying. Like sure, you know, teams have the dates Sunday. <sighs> man, it's gonna be a long couple of months. I mean, not. I mean, at least we got Halo in the There's plenty to tie us over in those months. Yeah, like, yeah. when yeah. Halo comes out, I pre- I am predicting when that game comes out, nobody's gonna be playing nothing else for a few weeks. And then if it if it's lit lit, ain't nobody gonna be playing nothing else for a while. I'm just saying, I, I don't think we we good. <laughs> we good. Ain't nobody's worried about it. Halo's definitely going to hold our attention for a while, whether it's a story, whether it's the campaign, like Halo's, it's shaping up to be something special, so yeah, I think I think we'll be alright mm-hmm. um, but yeah so that's it for the for the delays for now, No, not, nothing else yet I'm sure, by the end of the year we'll be talking about a couple other announced delays but uh, but yeah, let's, let's dive into a couple rumors now too um, this first one's a pretty big one and uh, Chris, I know you were pretty excited about it in particular, but there's a rumor oh, that uh, Quantic Dream, the developers of uh, some some pretty awesome, unique games like Heavy Rain, Beyond Two Souls, and Detroit Become Human, uh, apparently they're teaming up with uh, with Disney. They're going to be making a Star Wars game. That's the the rumor that's floating around. Um, Tom Henderson from Dual Shockers and uh, <laughs> and uh, some some people from Kotaku were kind of the ones to tease this out a little bit. So. We don't know too much about it, but the rumors say the game should be a little bit more action oriented and exploration uh, exploration focused. Sorry, than the the games that Quantic Dream has done before. So, you know, if you guys know anything about Heavy Rain and and um, Detroit Becoming Human, like it's not necessarily it's not like action oriented in the way that like Star Wars Fallen Order would be, Jedi Fallen Order would be. Um, it's definitely a lot more story based, like conversational, so on and so forth. But, mm-hmm. you know, giving this studio an opportunity to make a game that is a little bit more action oriented and still have those story beats and like tell stories in a unique way, I think is something that I'm personally very excited to see, very curious to see how that's going to go. But um, but yeah, I mean, this this folds into what you know we talked about in the past about uh star wars and disney like moving away from ea and like the possibilities that it really can create we know that we're already supposed to be getting that big ubisoft game um mm-hmm. you know we we obviously just got the announcement of the new kotor uh made by i don't even remember the name of the studio but you know a relatively newer studio not as well known so you know you've had to expect like these experiences are going to be pretty cool, you know, especially if Disney has such a wide range of studios that they could go out and like talk to. And these are the ones that they're choosing. Yeah. It's, it's, it's got to get you excited for this for sure. Um, but another piece of the the rumor says that um, obviously again, it, it's adopting more traditional gameplay, but the game will also include open world and multiplayer elements supposedly. So definitely not something you typically think of, yeah. when you think of quantic dream so yeah i mean what do you guys think about this many i'll let you start off you know it's funny because i was i was looking at the reddit leak you said and i was reading through the comments and it was like 
Would it be a quantic dream game if there wasn't a completely forced and unnecessary shower scene? <laughs> and then somebody, somebody else in the comments was like, it will be job in the shower scene and you like it. Oh, no. And I was like, oh, good. <laughs> it wouldn't even have a shower scene. It'd be people with like brushes, just like five scrubs. Yeah, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, hey, it's pretty exciting, and like you mentioned, it's like we're getting a lot of Star Wars IPs coming out of different uh, companies and studios, so it's very exciting. Especially um, me being a big Heavy Rain fan, um, I haven't played Beyond Two Souls or uh, Detroit Become Human, but I mean, Heavy Rain was in itself a great game, so that in itself got me excited. So I can't wait to see how you know they would make their own version of a Star Wars game. And especially since it's going to be a little bit more action-oriented because we know how boring the walking scenes can be, you know what I'm saying? Like, I felt like sometimes it would just be annoying just walking around, like, looking for stuff that are, like, pointless. But I can't wait to see how, you know, it all pans out. Hopefully, you know, like you guys mentioned, it'll be multiplayer. Hopefully the multiplayer aspect is, you know, well-polished and everything like that. And hopefully we'll still bring some of the elements, like... Um, that heavy rain brought out wars, like whatever choices you make affects the way the game ends, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So, Chris, I know you played. Uh, did you play Detroit? I know you played Heavy Rain. In no, I actually have it right over here. I just haven't played it yet because I don't have a Sony console to play it on right now. <laughs> okay. But once I get the five, I'll, I'll definitely dig into that. Um, but I have played Heavy Rain and I have played Beyond Two Souls. Um, beat both games excellent games in my opinion i love those story-based games because they give you a second to kind of chill and just use the other side of your brain which i kind of like um uh, where do i start with this golly okay (laughs) so this has me excited for a lot of different reasons even though you just said that they're planning to make a game that has more combat focus than i guess stuff they did on in the past I still don't think that that means that it's going to be what we're what not we're expecting, but what the casual person would expect hearing that. Because I think the casual person is going to hear that and say, "Oh, okay, so they're going to have lightsabers and they're going to be able to hit people." And da da da. I don't think. I mean, I think there's going to be a little bit of that, but like if you play their games, like you know, it's more like environment bending stuff. It's more like um figuring things out and i think that's the kind of stuff that they're going to really be like focusing on and i think when they say more action it's more like the cutscene work that they normally put in their games are very very well done and i just think that it's going to be some crazy shit that they do with the star wars stuff and i think you know they do a lot of the um i always forget what they call this the acronym when they like give you the button in the middle of the screen when you're doing it and you got like press it and it makes uh, time events there, there you go yeah I think they're gonna like take that to like the next level with this. I think there's some cool things that they could do with just manipulating the force and you learning the force and all that kind of stuff. I think that's gonna be cool. The fact that it's open world sounds crazy, not just because of Star Wars, but they never had a well, I don't know if Detroit was, Detroit might have been. But the other two games aren't open world. Like they're if anything, maybe you can say semi-pseudo open world within the little locations that they load you up in for whatever scene you're in. But it ain't like you could just open a door and just walk out the house and just walk down the street. Like, the games have never been built that way. So, this is very, very new for them. It's going to be new for us. And I think their take on Star Wars is just going to be completely different than anything we've seen so far. This is the equivalent to me of 
You know, like how everybody gets their turn at making a Batman movie, and like we gotta see who could do it the best, and then we do the same thing with the actors to see who could be the best Batman. I think this is gonna be their opportunity to really get to tell a Star Wars story in their own way that might not be something that anybody has ever done or might do after. Because till this day, Heavy Rain came out what ten years ago, maybe more. I've never played a game like Heavy Rain. Besides, maybe Beyond Two Souls, and then because they're from the same studio. Yeah. But like, other than those two games, like they're similar to the Telltale games, I guess. But even those, they're, they're separate. They're different. So like, I mm, mm. the closest thing I can even think oh, of man. is Life is Strange, and then uh, yeah. tell me why. Like, but even they aren't really like that, you know? Like, they're like. Yeah, no. Because even uh, the way the way you like use the controls in the game, and like you have to like like quick time events is like one way to say it, but they've uh, expanded on the quick time events thing because then you have to like hold the right trigger and then hold X and then yeah. hold this, but like be holding them all at the same time, and like they're supposed mm-hmm. to be like making you mm-hmm. do a thing in what feels like a very organic way. Like the way they use the controller to make you feel more immersed in a game is just very different now here's something i'm going to throw out there and i don't know how real this particular part of the rumor is but there was uh something that mentioned that the game may have vr capabilities now that like that that's a whole different that's a whole different thing now i would love absolutely love to see this studio doing an immersive simulation game with vr like they would kill it for the reasons that I literally just outlined, right? Like the way that they maneuver around a controller to make you feel more immersed in a game. And now you have something like, uh, let's say an Oculus controller that like with force feedback and like being able to move your arms around and do all these different things. And then obviously the immersion of you being in VR and be able to look around you like, bro. Yeah. Bro. That's <laughs> stupid. That is just insane stupid. Absolutely. You know, Oh, I didn't even talk about multiplayer. So I, I can't. I can't. <laughs> one, thing I, one thing that got me worried is Quantic Dream is known for making PlayStation exclusives. Like, I hope this isn't, like, going to be a situation where it's, like, another PlayStation exclusive because Quantic Dream is, known, like I said, known for making exclusive PlayStation games. I feel like they had just recently said something about making multi-platform games. I feel well, like that maybe. was a thing that they, like, announced recently. So... Very That's in weird. a very similar way to the people who made, um, oh my god, what's the name of that? Supermassive, no, oh. the Supermassive Studio, right? The guys who make the the game that you and I played on stream. Oh, uh, I'm on man, be done. Or... Yeah, I think they went like that. That company went multi platform, made Man of Madon. I think Quantic Dream had said they were doing something very similar, so I don't know if this is going to be an exclusive. I mean, it may very well still be at least a timed exclusive. Uh, but yeah, we'll see how it goes. That'll be interesting. At the least. <laughs> At the least, Very it'll be interesting. Um, but yeah, we'll dive into the the other rumor we have here. Uh, so a couple things about Microsoft. You know, it wouldn't be a, wouldn't be a podcast in 2021 if we weren't talking about Xbox rumors, man. Um, I know that there was a couple different things flying around about. Uh, acquisitions like that's been the thing that's on the tip of literally everybody's tongue when it comes to Microsoft. I, I think we just hit the anniversary of the announcement of the Bethesda acquisition, so a lot of people were expecting, you know, maybe Microsoft might have something very similar. 
Um, I do know that that special Nick from the uh, Xbox era podcast had mentioned something about uh, he used the term it's acquisition season around Microsoft mm. and the idea of them acquiring some new studios. So it's definitely been on the tip of everybody's tongue. But we do have some different news from Jez Corden over at Windows Central. Pretty, pretty uh, well-known figure in the Xbox land right now because he's he's ha- had a lot of news. You know, he's, he's delivered, broken a lot of news and he's been pretty accurate about certain rumors that he's reported on as well. Um, so just kind of going down the list of a couple different things here. <laughs> So let's see. He basically mentions that Microsoft is going to be ramping up their third party publishing plans to cover pretty much any genre there is out there. Um, they basically said, it, actually, it's, it sounds very similar to some of the things that Sony's doing in a way, right? So, which doesn't really surprise me, but it seems like there's a heavy focus on Game Pass for this, which again, shouldn't come as a surprise to anybody listening to this or anybody who knows what's going on with Microsoft lately. Mm-hmm. But uh, a couple of points he mentioned. So, um, there's going to be a bunch of indie titles from smaller developers mentioned some side scroller beat em ups similar to streets of rage four, which, you know, could be fun. Some of it's like battle codes and things like that. Um, he mentioned a MOBA based on an existing Xbox IP. Very curious what you guys' thoughts are on that one, mm-hmm. but um, I'll continue through the rest of the list here. So he also mentioned the cloud powered MMO, which he, the way he talked about it, apparently it didn't seem like it was, the Kojima MMO that we're all thinking of, or I guess we're assuming that that might be an MMO the way Kojima had talked about it, but I guess it might not be that game. Um, it's also a couple strategy games, which makes sense because Microsoft obviously owns the people who make um, Age of Empires. They own, uh, oh my God, what's the name of this? Is it Obsidian? Did they make Wasteland? No, Exile. sorry. Exile makes Wasteland, and that's kind of a strategy game in a way, so... Wouldn't surprise me if there's something going on there. Um, and then obviously they've they've talked about the games that we already know about, the game from Avalanche, um, the rumored game from IO Interactive, the game from Kojima. So like basically he's kind of framing it that Microsoft is really going to be investing heavily in third party content. And he doesn't really talk too much about acquisitions here, which I think says says something, I guess. You know, obviously, we we all know that Microsoft's working pretty damn hard on stuff right now, right? Like, uh, actually, no. You know what? Let me bring that back. He did actually mention that they may be looking to acquire some smaller studios, but he specifically said nothing Bethesda level. Um, But then again, the Bethesda level acquisition never got leaked. Nobody saw that coming. So I'm pretty sure if there is something in that same vein, it's probably not going to get leaked. But yeah, Yeah. I mean, a lot of information there, guys. Uh, You know, what, what do you guys make of it all? Manny, start with you. So, you know, what I'm getting out of this is we're going to get a Viva Pinata MOBA, baby. You know how we doing? <laughs> Viva, Viva. Nah, I, I saw that in the conversation, so I had to bring that up. Shout out to uh, Abisto. <laughs> but what is it called? I'm I'm excited for the MOBA because I used to play Smite heavily. Um, I haven't got to the league or any of those other stuff. But Smite is mo- only MOBA. I'm pretty much generally... Uh, familiar with so i'm hoping to see what kind of like mobile they'll come up with especially since it's based off an existing xbox ip so like you know thinking about it you know they have so much to choose from especially since they got a lot of things from rare they got a lot of things from all these other things that they haven't seen in a long time so i'm that's the one thing that got me like the most excited out of seeing this is like well, what i'm not I'm, I'm, uh, what moba can they come up with 
like with an existing IP, you know, I'm thinking of like Halo and stuff like that, which I'm probably, you know, which wouldn't probably happen because, you know, that would, then that would be like a little too much. But I, I'm just, you know, I actually feel like Halo might be the. I feel like I would, I'd be the least surprised if it was Halo, but I can't visualize what a Halo MMO looks like. Because it'll be weird. Because, like or, I said, mobile, sorry, not, not MMO. Mobile. Yeah, mobiles is like you know you got these heroes you select and you pick them. They have different abilities, and that's my vision of mobile. Mobas, you know, like we're gonna have Master Chief be a character. You got, you know, Arbiter. Like, no, nah, it's not gonna work like that. Uh, yeah, I, mean, I don't unless, think there are enough unless, heroes like in Halo. But unless that's how they do it, where they base it off of basically, like, you know, you, you get to be, you know, Arbiter. You get to be, you know, what I'm saying. Uh, but I don't, I doubt it. You know, what I'm saying. So I'm just excited to see what IP that is, and you know, hopefully we we'll see something sometime soon. Absolutely, I'm. I'm thinking TGS would be the most logical place for something, but a lot of these things they're talking about aren't like, you know, Tokyo. Like, wouldn't be focused on that market. So I guess it doesn't fully make sense to me. But that's the that's the next major show that's coming up. Right, I'm pretty sure that's coming next week. We should we should later this week have a better understanding of what to expect from that show. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. But Chris, yeah, what do you think about the? This um, I don't know, it's interesting stuff as usual, you know, the Microsoft rumors never stop. Um, I would say if I had to come up with something for the mobile, I kind of think it's going to be Gears. Because when I think about Gears, to me, that's the easiest game to put from Microsoft and make into a mobile. You got a couple different characters that everybody knows and loves. Uh, yeah, I think it would work actually pretty easily. Um, so that probably would be the one that wouldn't shock me the most because I'm still trying to think about how they would do a Halo one, and that would be very, very interesting to see them pull off. I think the characters thing is the same with Halo in the sense that you have like the different races, and obviously there are like different Spartans that you've come across over time. But yeah, I don't know. Now that I'm thinking about it, I don't know how either one of those works because when I think of a MOBA, I think of people who have different powers. And like I think mm-hmm. of it in a more fantasy element, and both of those games, obviously they're sci-fi, but they're a little bit more grounded in reality than other right, games yeah. are. Mm-hmm. So like I don't know how you do the powers thing. But. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out too because it's yeah. like you know you got the towers you got to defend and everything like that, and how like like how I think of a MOBA is just like how like, are you going to be your mage? Those... Who's going to be your assassin? Who's going to be your hunter? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe it's Elder Scrolls. It's true. They own it. That, that actually, that could be it. Yeah. They use the terminology Xbox IP, and I guess mentally I wasn't thinking of it that way, but literally it is an Xbox IP now. So that would make sense. Yeah. And I mean, that definitely solves the issues of abilities or powers and all that. So got a lot of different characters you can choose from. There's a lot of shit they could do with the video with Elder Scrolls show. What should show. be nothing we we talk about? All this, all this we're talking about is going to be scrapped. Thrown it's away. Be bleeding <laughs> edge, bros. Bleeding edge. Should be like marketing. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, it, I mean, <laughs> whatever it is, I'm sure we'll be excited about it. I'm sure it'll be something to get us talking because uh, like flight yeah. simulator MOBA. Oh my god! What the? <laughs> Shut the whole thing down. <laughs> my boy uh, conquers bad for a day MOBA. Okay. Oh no! So bad neighbor MOBA. Oh my goodness! Oh, you get like some some random Viva Pinata revival. 
Oh my goodness. Aviva Pinata MMO. There we go. Based off the cloud, we got. Oh boy, that would be that'd be something else. That'd be something else. But yeah. That'd be crazy. <laughs> you know, obviously something to keep our eye on as we always keep our eye on with Microsoft. But uh, but yeah, we're pivoting over to to PlayStation now. It's our, our last topic for the week. You know, we alluded to it earlier. We got Deathloop this week, ladies and gentlemen. Deathloop, PlayStation exclusive. Well, it's also on PC, but PlayStation console exclusive. Um, now, Manny and myself, we've been playing it. Chris, unfortunately, doesn't have a PlayStation, but, you know, we'll still get his take on it because, you know, he's seen a couple things here and there. But uh, I just want to start off by saying this game is absolutely fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. Um, obviously, you know, we've talked about this before in the past. I'm a big Bioshock fan, and this game is giving me high, high, high high bioshock vibes so um yeah needless to say i'm very happy very happy this is the the bioshock game that i didn't know that i wanted um but now i have it and uh now we're here i i haven't gotten too far into it i would say i'm roughly like 10 hours in really just kind of like messing around more than anything like really trying to understand like the the mechanics of the game and you know see what's going on I'll say this is probably one of the smarter made games I've played in, in quite some time, probably since Bioshock, to be fair. Um, but yeah, like there's, there's such heavy um, callbacks to the game in the sense that there's kind of a, a mystery as to what's going on and why you want to break the loop and so on and so forth. Um, also, there are different like tape cassettes sprinkled around the world which is very much Bioshock-esque. Like, you know, Bioshock had those tapes sitting around the world that you would pick up and and listen and learn a little bit more about the world around you. So, you know, again, another nod to Bioshock for sure. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm very happy about this game. Manny, you know, what do you think about it playing so far? This game's absolute trash. I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> nah, this game's dope. And like, it's just crazy because like this game is just... There's so much going on, and you just don't realize it. You got these targets you got to kill, and you got to do it in a certain amount of time. And, like, in order to do it, you got to, like, go explore the world, find out how they live, how they do their thing. And it's, like, it's just mind-blowing, honestly, how, like, a game could be in so much depth like this. And it's, you know, it's, like, honestly, like, could possibly set a trend for the future of gaming and how you do things. Because not only do you have to do this, but you also got, possibly another player chasing you down while you're trying to do this and you're you know you're limited you got limited time or else you got to start the loop all over again and honestly i just love the way how everything is just set up and the way you do it and it make like high replay value because there's just there's so much to do and so much to explore and so much to encounter things the way you want to like i remember when they're showing that gameplay demo back in like a playstation state of play i believe where they're showing how they're at that comic uh, not comic, uh, comedy show where they're talking mm-hmm. about like how if you say a terrible joke, they release the dude, and then like how Colt went and uh, put like the target into the like the shirt or whatever, and just like you know that's not the only way you kill that target. You can do it many other ways, and that's what I love about the game because it's like it has that high replay value because you you want to go back in there and you want to do things a different way the second time, the third time, the fourth time, the fifth time, all that kind of stuff. You know, it's kind of like you're living in the loop just to break the loop. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> Yeah, not the the thing that you mentioned about like the sandbox and how it's set up in such a way that you could literally tackle it however you want. Like absolutely one of the best things about the game, hands down. 
Um, I, there's a similar situation. I guess I can't get too much into details because I don't want to necessarily get into spoiler territory. But there mm-hmm. was a situation like that where um, I had gone through the loop the first time around, defeated the enemy a particular way. Like I was, I kind of brute forced it the first time around. I like, I like, I snuck in to a particular location, and once I got into that location, all hell broke loose. I was just running up, stabbing, running up, stabbing. Stab, 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 stab. <laughs> until I got to the person that I needed to stab. And I just like hacked her down and I grabbed the, like the power up that she gave me. And um, like, I love the idea that what you do in one particular loop, like, okay, you've gained a new set of information. Like you're, it's, it's designed in such a way that you're supposed to fail the first couple of times, right? Mm-hmm. You gain more knowledge, the more knowledge you gain. It's like, it's almost like um, if, if you guys remember like, Contra or like Metroid or or Castlevania they call them like Metroidvania games but like mm-hmm. you know the idea that you go to a particular location and you can't you can't go further because you need to like progress to another part of the game to get like either a power up or a key or something like that and then you go back in that's how this game is set up but it's all with information it's like oh okay mm-hmm. like I know that I need to go to this like this door that I that I want to go through to kill this person at this particular time is only open in the afternoon. So I'm going to go there in the afternoon, sit there, wait, and then like get a kill, you know, or like there's a creative ways. So for those of you who don't know the premise fully, it's the idea that there's a loop going on. Like you're, you're stuck in this loop. You don't exactly know why, but you learn that the only way to break the loop is you have to kill seven vision, the visionaries, the people who created the loop, you have to kill seven of them. So there are some creative ways about how you can, get them to be in the same place at the same time. There's different information you learn about certain people. And um, when you get them in the same place at the same time, you can like, what I, what I ended up doing is like, I threw a bomb and like blew them both up, but it was like amazing. It was like, Oh great. This is perfect. Like it makes my life a little bit easier. And then I can move on to the next, uh, you know, the other five people that I have to kill. Um, yeah, no, it's, it's fantastic. But yeah, Chris, I know again, you know, you haven't played it yet, but what are your impressions of what you've seen so far, you know, reviews and so on? Um, it looks like 12 minutes on crack. Okay. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm joking, but I'm, I'm not joking. It does look like 12 minutes on crack. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's funny, man. The one thing that I always will say is that the game's charm kind of like brings through whether you're watching a trailer, whether you're watching somebody stream it, or if you're just watching a review, whatever it is. Like, they... How do I put this? This is almost, this is going to sound stupid for some folks watching. I apologize. Stay with me here. But you know, with music, right? And you hear certain songs. Yeah, there's certain songs that you hear at first and you don't like them and they grow on you. But for the most part, everybody kind of knows when a song hits them like that first time. You know what I'm saying? And it just kind of hits you. I haven't played the game yet, but just based on how everybody else is speaking about it, it's captured that, that thing, that, that thing that kind of says, okay this is here to stay. This was a great idea. And I expect several sequels to come from this. And I'm just basing this on how people talking, you know, just, just watching how they're talking about it. I'm hearing masterpiece. I'm hearing this. I'm hearing that. Uh, Sucks being on the sidelines waiting. I am hoping that the time exclusive thing is only a few months. Maybe it is a year. We don't know. We ain't got no details. Like you told me. Um, But yeah, stuff like this is always cool. You know, time travel stuff or things that have anything to do with time loops, even the movies, any of that stuff is always cool to me. So I, yeah, I can't wait to be able to play it on my own. 
you guys are very lucky. Um, yeah, no, I can't really say anything bad about it. Uh, everything I'm seeing is just good. It's kind of rare that I see like a unanimous thing like this because I haven't seen one bad review on the game yet. I'm sure I'll see a few here and there, but mm. I've seen a couple and I haven't seen nothing. Yeah. Mm. Not even on YouTube. Yeah, the, the conversations I've been seeing are really just about like, not like is Deathloop good? It's like how good is Deathloop? Right, yeah. Uh, which which I think is an interesting conversation to have. Um, but that that kind of brings me to like I guess a different set of questions that I get Manny, I want to get your take on for sure. Like what what do you first off, what do you think is your favorite thing about the game? Like your favorite component to the game? Um, I do like the sneaking and like the little power up moves you get. Like the fact that I remember in the beginning of the game, like something happens and then you're getting chased. So what ends up happening is like I'm out here sliding, moving around, dodging people double jumping my way up to rooftops and buildings. So I feel like the movement in the game itself is amazing. The fact that, like, you can sneak around too. Um, the sneaking could be a little cheesy sometimes because it could be, like, you kill somebody directly behind somebody and, like, they would be clueless. Or, like, I remember I was, like, in the side of somebody walking up close to them and then they, they just don't recognize me. But other than that, I mean, like, the movement feels great. I love it so much. Like, I feel like... You know, this is like Mirror's Edge level of like great movement because like Mirror's Edge is like basically based off movement. Yeah. Or this game is just like that's just like an aspect of the game. Like if you want, you could just go out in the city, go out parkouring, get your best position on angles and everything like that. Scout around, see what's happening. So, uh, that, I'll I'll say that's probably like my, one of my favorite aspects of the game. Yeah, uh, you you took you took my favorite aspect. That's for sure. Like the movement <laughs> is absolutely amazing like like the way that they set up like if you're like the ability to dash like left right back like just clicking in the stick as if you're um sprinting like the 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 way it feels is just so good and like obviously the game's running at 60 frames like it's it's a fluid experience so like having all of those components like having the controls feel really tight having the game running like up to to par like performance wise it just makes for such like a really really cool experience like you know, for me, <clears throat> I tried for the most part to do everything as stealthily as I possibly could. But like in the moments where everything fucking goes to shit, it's like, all right, I feel like, all right, if I if I pull out a gun or if I pull out my machete, like I'm going to get work done. Like, I feel like I can aim efficiently. I can like, you know, weave in and out of cover and like stab people, do this, do that. And then when you factor in, like, I don't know what abilities you got many yet, but um, in like one of the first instances... I think it's it's got to be part of the story, but when uh, Juliana like invades your world <clears throat> and you kill her, like I got the shift ability, like where you can dash. Did you get that many? Yeah, I picked it up. Yeah. Okay, yeah, like doing that in a gunfight. Oh god, it's so good. It's yeah. so good. I remember even seeing the review that like IGN put out where the guy was just like literally switching places with people, and next thing you know, he's like, he's, like dudes talking to each other, he switch places, and dudes like, Wait, what? And then he just. <laughs> Hack and slash him and like, like it's just like the countless ways of like encountering everything is just so amazing. Like I remember one of the first targets that I had to kill. I'm not gonna say who it is or what happened, but like I remember in order to get to him, there's like these closed doors that you can only open through buttons. But there's like this little like side panel that you can sneak through on the side, but it's like covered with like tripwire lasers. And I was like, fuck it, I got three lives. I'm just gonna jump <laughs> in that shit. <laughs> and then I was like, all right. 
I'm back, bitches. Let's go. You know what I'm saying? So I just like the way that you can just like basically encounter everything. And then it's like, you know, after you go through it the first time, it's like, all right, I know what to do next time in order to sneak in without having to risk one of my lives. So I definitely like the way, like, just how everything is set up pretty much. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Um, so what I was going to say, though, because obviously, like, that's since you kind of took my answer, even though that is essentially my answer. My, the other thing I have to say that's my favorite thing about the game is something that Chris actually mentioned, and that's like the the tone of it. Like, Colt is an amazing character, right? He's super funny. Like, he's just I don't know the the, the things that come out of his mouth, like the phrases that he says, are just mad funny, bro. <laughs> like, it's it's just that simple. Like, he's he's like he swears like a sailor, but like the the like phrases that he uses to swear are just like whoa, what the I've never heard this before. <laughs> You know, like he—he's just—he's an absolutely amazing character. The the dynamic between him and the woman on the radio, like, not gonna get too much into that, but like the dynamic between those two is really funny. Um, like the dynamic between the like the the visionaries that you're supposed to kill, like they all have different personalities. You learn about their personalities through like reading things and and obviously the um the tape recordings that I mentioned beforehand. Like all of that stuff like adds to this ambiance of that world, and it's just so good. And again. Say it again. It gives me such Bioshock vibes because Bioshock was set up in such a similar way. It was like you learned, like in that game, you learned about the the the, the villain and then the person who was helping you. And obviously there was like a twist in that game. But, you know, as you were going through the world, like everything had such an interesting um, way about it. Like the would you kindly, you know, references and all that different stuff. Like there was so many good things about that game. Honestly, that leads me to think that the end of this game, obviously I haven't been it yet. The end of this game is going to have a similar twist to what happened in Bioshock. Um, and if that happens, like, and the twist is good enough, I, that just, that takes this game over the top. Like it could be encroaching on like my favorite, one of my favorite games of all time. If we get, if they stick the landing on the ending, but um, mm-hmm. so far, man, I'm I'm having a really, really, really good time with it, but we definitely have to give it some critiques, right? Some it's not it's not perfect. It's damn near perfect though. Uh so Manny, what is your least favorite thing about the game? Um, my least favorite. I don't know if it's just me, but I feel like the gunplay it just feels a little weird, but not too it's not too bad. You know, it's, it's like I feel like it's good enough to where it's not like unenjoyable. I'm just like used to that fast pace, you know, action with like Hollywood and everything like that. Um that the sneaking is i feel like can be a little too easy but you know i'm not complaining you know i say i suck at sneaking games anyways (laughs) and you know like i mentioned earlier the sneaking like the way they uh basically um you know get what's the word Uh, whatever i think about the word later but but just the way they i feel like sometimes where it's like it's just a little too easy and i feel like they can probably like fix on that a little bit but other than that um i mean the game is pretty damn fun. <laughs> it's interesting you mentioned the gunplay thing because I can I can see what you mean by that, but I feel like it's not meant to be too precise unless you're using like a sniper or like the the nail. But like I mm-hmm. feel like the majority of the guns are just designed so you just like spray at someone's body and get a kill. And I feel like in that way the the gunplay is okay. But but yeah, I can kind of see what you mean. Um, for me. I think my least favorite thing about the game, or my least favorite touted feature so far, actually is the one that I haven't gotten to use with you, but it's the multiplayer. Like, it's cool in theory, but 
the idea that you can come into my like like when I first heard about it, right? I was like, oh, like okay, I can be doing my thing in the loop, and then Manny can like invade my world, and you know, we fight or whatever. But like, mm-hmm. it literally can impact you like doing your missions, and it's like it could be kind of frustrating. Like I had a random person join my game <laughs> the other day, and I killed them. But if if basically if they had killed me, I would have restarted the loop, and I had already killed two visionaries that day. I would have been furious, and I actually saw this person on on Twitter who was talking about how somebody who was friendsless joined his game, and he was literally just about to kill the last visionary, and they killed him, and it like completely fucked up everything. He had to redo the loop. I would be furious if that happened to me, and it's like this wow. that's a dope ass feature, but ooh, I'll be so mad. At least you can turn it off. That's true. That's true. true. But I'll I'll keep it on because, you know, I want the stress. I want want the hands. (laughs) I'm still working on invading you again, but the timing didn't work out well. But I'm going to sneak up on you one of these days. Don't worry. Hey, man. I I try to sneak it up in your world, but for some reason, the game, you know, want me to smack you real quick. It's all right. We worked it out. I got got my PlayStation Plus back up, so, you know, I'm available. I'm ready to throw Uh, them hands when you want it. Catch me outside, man. Don't, don't worry about me. Good old Colt gonna <laughs> mess you up, bro. <laughs> yo, so Chris, yeah, I was talking to Denzel the other day, and I was like, yo, when we getting a Colt cosplay? Oh, you gonna say this on stream? Okay. Nah, a I was like, when we cosplay? The... I feel like Denzel will kill the Colt role, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'll look it up and hold on. Yeah, all right. Well, let's, get, let's get Chris. Hold on. <laughs> hold on. Uh, Colt Cosplay, yo, yo, come on, chat. You know what I'm saying? I know you guys. Hold on, let me, let me put it in the comments room. below if you guys think you we know. Want boy, we want it. We want. I want a little cosplay as Colt. Well, maybe maybe next time we go to the hold Easter. on, hold on. Next time, what? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, this look makes me think he's gonna agree with you. Only in this one particular shot of them, though. Like, the other shots, I'm like, eh. Oh, actually, these two shots. These two shots, I can see where he's talking about. So I don't even know if y'all going to be able to see my phone, but I'll try. <laughs> so, uh, uh, no. focus, focus, nah, focus. it's not working. Uh, all right, never mind. It's not working. I'll show you guys in the Discord later, but this this photo makes me think so, but there's a couple other ones where I'm like, nah. <laughs> it depends on the angle, bro. All right, hey. Even so, I mean, obviously, all costumes don't have to look exactly like the person, but I just feel like, you know, you just throw on the bomber jacket, so you know, so you good. Would you be able to do his cosplay? Though you could absolutely do his cosplay. Oh yeah, yeah. absolutely, 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 for sure. All right, well, hey, y'all, y'all listening, y'all viewing, <clears throat> you know, post a little comment, let us know. You know, you guys think I can pull off the cult cosplay or not? Um. Yeah, maybe maybe I'll try it. Maybe I'll, maybe you guys will see it on uh, the Instagram. Maybe I'll do it on a podcast episode one of these days. But yeah, well, uh, we'll get into the last the last little thing I wanted to talk about here. And you know, I, obviously based on the things that I've been saying, you already know what my answer is going to be. But conversations been going around so far that is this a game of the year worthy candidate? So, Manny, what do you think? Yeah, I would say especially with the games that came out this year and seeing. Like what had what um 
left for the year, I would say. Like the only other really contender that I'll say, the, like just, I'll say the top three games that probably would be considered is probably Ratchet and Clank because that game was like, in my opinion, great. Um, I'll say Ratchet and Clank, Hitman, and this game will probably be like the top three. Okay. I know everybody. I know everybody's saying Returnal got game of your potential, but I honestly don't see it. Uh, I agree. I absolutely agree. Um, I think I think the 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 games that people have been talking about are Returnal, um, Psychonauts two, and how was it? I, people haven't really been talking about Ratchet and Clank, but I I would put it up there. Um, I personally love the game, so I'm, that's that's my personal like top three games of the year so yeah, far. No, I, I think it's definitely good. Um. For me, so far, this game blows away all those games because I feel mm-hmm. like it's it's just way like. So my answer, obviously, a resounding yes. This game is absolutely mm-hmm. game of the year contender. Chances are it's going to be game of the year because it's it's kind of surprised a lot of people in a lot of ways. Um, also, I think Halo might be coming out a little too late for it to actually get a game yeah. of the year nod. So sure. yeah, definitely mm-hmm. <laughs> all all the way, all the way. I I will be shocked. If this game does not get game the win game yeah. of the year, yeah. get nominated unless win. Back for Blood blows away us uh, so when the game releases. Even though we already played the beta, we played the beta. Uh, I like that uh, game, but that's not. I don't even think that's even close to the conversation because the story that they're lining up so far, the world that they've created, the mechanics that they've put into the game, like there are so many different systems happening in this game, and they actually make it like not feel overwhelming. And they went out of their way to, you know, man, you mentioned like it feels easy, but like, I think that was very much on purpose to make the game a little bit more accessible. Um, and yeah, that game is killing it, bro. That's definitely game mm-hmm. of the year easily for me. Um, obviously, I'm, I'm singing its praises a lot. It tells you a lot about the type of games that I love, obviously, because it, it, it invokes so much of Bioshock for me, so much of Bioshock. Um, I'm just really excited to see what they do with the second one. Because, you know, obviously now they got Microsoft money, mm-hmm. you know, Microsoft going to say, hey, there we hey, go. do any <laughs> and everything that you want to do with this world. I mean, I guess we'll, we'll see what happens at the end of the game, because there's a good chance that it could be set up in such a way that this is just a one and done. That's the way the story is set up. But either way, has me very excited for what Arcade, um, I think this is Leon, right? Arcade mm-hmm. Leon. Very excited for whatever the heck else they're doing next, because they are absolutely killing it. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, boys, you guys, any anything else to add about Death Loop or anything we talked about so far? What we had out here? Uh, I think I got you know everything I wanted to say. Hopefully, I won't be on as late on that, you know, as I was on my Xbox. You know, we'll hope and pray. <laughs> Let's see what happens. We'll see. Can't wait to see you in 2K, yo. You know what I'm saying? Hey. Yo, I got a two-way post facilitator. Hey, the post game is where it's at. Post game is where it's at. All right. Yeah. Well, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we're gonna head out of here. But you know, before we do, switch it up a little bit this time around. Chris, I'm gonna let you start off. Where can the people find you? Uh, you know, people, I am on everything. At M A Y two five. T H X X on everything. Don't pen pound me on Gmail because I don't care. All right, y'all go. All right, don't pen pound, ladies and gentlemen. 
Maybe. I don't want it. Where can the people find you, bro? You already know. Twitch.tv slash GoodmasterFlex. Uh, the gram and Twitter at uh, GoodmasterFlex underscore TTV. As well as the Tiki Talk at GoodmasterFlex. Word, word. All right, guys, you know with me, it's Black Ice 8. Find me at twitch.tv slash black ice eight. Um, I'm on Xbox, Twitter, obviously PlayStation Network, um, Steam, all the above. Uh, the only difference is on TikTok and Instagram, you can find me at black ice eight underscore gaming. And then, of course, make sure to check out our TikTok uh, for the podcast, Expansion Pack Podcast. Um, we're also on Instagram at XPack Pod. I know we haven't been posting as much stuff lately, but uh, you know, we'll pick that up a little bit for you guys. You know, guys can interact with us. And then, of course, you know, let let, let, let people know that you love this podcast, right? Like, Goddamn right. Yeah. You know, share the word. Let people know that, you know, you like what we're Damn talking right. about here. You know, let the people know that I might be over here trying to cosplay as a cult, you know? There we go. There we go. Yeah. Share the word, Please. ladies and gentlemen. Share the word. We want, we want Denzel cult cosplays in the comment section down below. <laughs> mm-hmm. Let us know, man. Let us know. But yeah, thank you guys again for watching. We'll see you guys next week. Peace.